What's right with you? How do you find out? How can you improve your finances, health, relationships, business, and more? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show. We'll help you find that awareness with tools that actually work. Now, here are your hosts, the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Welcome to Voice America with Access Consciousness. You don't have the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. You have, drumroll, Christopher Hughes and the offspring of the founder of Gary Douglas, Grace Douglas. Yes. (laughs) We're coming to you here live from Australia, Brisbane, Australia, and New York, New York. And today's show is about... The Art of Elegance, something that I think Grace and I probably love very much. (laughs) It's very close to our hearts. Exactly. Both (laughs) of us have been introduced to a world of elegance, of antiques, of opulence from your dad, Gary Douglas. Uh, So Maybe you could tell us a little bit about that, uh, Gracie, about sort of how you were introduced to antiques and art from your dad. Uh, well, we went garage sailing basically every Saturday, um, my entire life, at least my entire childhood. And (laughs) he even had, um, an antique store when I was growing up. So we, it was something that just was kind of part of our lives and, um, he, Gosh, you know, when you, he was an upholsterer and stuff. So we, I remember reupholstering furniture and getting to choose the fabrics <laughs> and wow. playing the textiles and all of that. It's, it's a very. So from one I, angle to another, from garage sales to antique shops, to upholstery, to the jewelry <laughs> that your mom used to make, you've, you've probably seen this industry from every which angle in there is exactly and now you're actually studying at Christie's aren't you I am tell us about that what's the course you're doing it's uh about contemporary art and the art market so we look at um trends and sales from the early 1900s until now and then we look at um we look at connoisseurship, so we study how to tell um, the quality of a painting and the how it's been cared for. That's really what I find the most interesting lately, is mm. getting to feel pieces of art and seeing how they've been treated throughout the years. Wow, that's amazing. Chris, you run an antique store. Yes, I do. Antique stores I've ever been to. <laughs> well, we yeah, that's it's true, and it's funny because your dad ended up with this antique store in Brisbane, Australia, sort of by accident, because there was this hotel he used to like to stay at in Brisbane, Australia, and it had this old heritage building at the front of it, and a big part of it got um, well. There was a huge flood in Brisbane, and a lot of businesses left downtown. Um, Brisbane and your dad said hey 
let's take this over and start making a really cool antique shop here. There's no good antique stores in Australia. And away we went from there. And eventually he said to me, hey, do you want to manage this? And I said, absolutely not. I can't think of anything more boring in my life. (laughs) Antique dealers sit around all day and they're as dusty as their antiques. And for some reason, they all have emphysema and I don't know why. And I really have no interest. I can't think of anything (laughs) more dull. And he said, okay, well, what if you came to work for me for one month? And I said, sure, I'll give you one month. And that one month started six and a half years ago. So it's been a long month, but it's been so much fun that it actually hasn't felt that long. And I think we're still in like in the middle of the month. I don't think we're anywhere closer to that month being finished. No, and I would never want it to finish. And it, I don't think it will. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the title of today's call is The Art of Elegance. And what's funny about that to me, uh, Gracie, I mean, the, that we've, we've introduced ourselves and we both have this background in art and antiques and jewelry and all that sort of stuff. But... Your dad has this different way of looking at elegance that's kind of interesting to me. I mean, most people, you say the word elegance and they think of candlelit suppers and bow ties and everyone being very posh and in good behavior and and a lot of polishing. You know, everything needs to be polished by hand. Nothing can go in the dishwasher. And the interesting thing is your dad, when he talks about elegance, he talks about it from a very different place. He talks about the ele- the energy of elegance and the original definition being the maximum impact with the minimum amount of effort, which is kind of a different way of looking at things. Because a lot of the that thing people have in their head about elegance, of it being, you know, a lot of polishing and very stiff behavior, is not minimum. Yes, and difficult. Exactly. It's difficult and it's high effort rather right. than this idea of maximum impact with or, you know, maximum impact with minimum amount of effort. It's like totally the opposite thing. How do you see that? You know, I see it sort of, um, the, you know, Coco Chanel used to say, take off the last thing you put on. Yeah. Cut the less is more. And I, right. I see that as it's, um, it is an energetic beingness to have elegance throughout your life in your home or clothing or whatever it is, but it is kind of a sense of peace and space with it rather than a over almost like an OCD thing with right. <laughs> and polishing and all of now, that. Now, but, but the, uh, knowing you as well, one of the things that's amazing about you is you have lived with all these great things and you have incredible things in your life and in your collection, but you care for everything in a way that most people don't. You know, a lot of people misuse and neglect their things, but the way I see you even take care of your shoes and your silver and things, it's like... It's, it's incredible. So how do you do that with elegance? How do you do that sort of level of care with things with the minimum amount of effort? Um, 
Well, when you're looking at adding something to your life, whether it be a pair of shoes or anything else, I think it's always good to ask how it will contribute. Mm -hmm. And you get a sort of, and I'm sure you help people with this all the time. Um, you get a sense of peace with something coming into your life or whether you can put a new painting on a wall and it just makes the space feel so much bigger. Um, so I guess I look at it as a mutual relationship. You get, you kind of get cared for by caring for it. Um, no one has ever said that to me before. <laughs> That's amazing though, because it's, it, you're absolutely right. It's true. There is a, a, a contribution both ways. Yes, absolutely. And I think you can, um, even going into a museum can be sort of that for me. Like, I feel very fortunate to be able to be around something so beautiful. And wow. I took so there's... There's almost like an intimacy with it. Yeah. And I, I think that's what elegance is. It's like intimacy. Right. There's an honoring. There's a gratitude. There's a trust. There's an allowance. There's, you know, vulnerability with things that allows them to contribute to you. Absolutely. And vice versa. Yeah. Hey, I want to run this. Yeah, Sorry. go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, do you find that? to be the case when you help people choose new things for their homes because I feel yes. like that's a very intimate process it is it is but I've never like I say the way you've just articulated it is actually really different than I've ever heard put before or it's never really pointed out to me um, the contribution like sort of the simultaneity of contribution going both ways that, that's really amazing because yeah people come into the store all the time and they always say to me, oh, wow, you're such a great salesman because you never push at anybody anything. But you always seem to, like, have a look at me or invest in the person and bring the thing forward that they actually would like. Yeah. I always feel, you know, like I, I have a background in marketing and sales and, and business as well. And I always feel that if you if you are either dishonest or push at people something that they don't want – you will destroy the future of your business. Right. Um, I, that makes sense. Yeah, but if you, yeah, if you look at something and go, oh, this would add to their life, or this would, um, you know, be a contribution to them, it is. There is this this um, energy back and forth. It is kind of like intimacy. It's like there's no barrier between them and the thing when they choose it or have it in their life. It's sort of like. And it's it's funny because it's not cognitive like that. It's just like you get a flash in your head of like, oh, this is really weird, but you've come in and I think you'd really like this turquoise bracelet. And sometimes I have it on their wrist in like 30 seconds or under and they just look at it and go, well, that was quick. That was weird. Their whole world gets bigger. Yeah. I want to run this clearing that you're, that Gary, your dad, gave us for, for this call because I was saying, okay, what do we need to look at with people here? What What's... You know, what is it that keeps people from having this kind of elegance in their life? And he says, 
What have you made so vital, valuable, and real about the orders of survival and minimalism that keeps you from the chaos that would allow you to have everything you desire with total ease? So everything that is times a godzillion. Will we destroy and uncreate it all? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Cool. I mean, it's funny because people do seem to have swapped having the life that they want or having a large life that has a lot of those things in it that can contribute to a life that goes in the dishwasher. In in my life, it's so funny. Almost nothing. The only thing that goes in the dishwasher in our house, seemingly, is the dishes the cat eats from and everything else. <laughs> It has to be done by hand. Uh, but it's never a chore. I mean, I almost really enjoy the time with the thing. As you say, contributing to it almost contributes back to me. It's like washing, you know, polishing a piece of silver and seeing it come all bright and shiny and new again. It's like, it's so much fun. Almost, it's fun seeing the change it's occur. It's therapeutic. In the, yeah, it is therapeutic. It's almost <laughs> cathartic in a way. You know, you've seen something occur and it's it's amazing to see that sort of but I'm maybe a bit of a neat person like you. I like everything clean and tidy and organized because, and I never really appreciated it before until you said it earlier, there's an, a contribution both ways. Mm-hmm. Now, we do have a call on the line. Uh, is Karen from Maine still there? Hi, Chris and Grace. Interesting conversation. Um, cool. Thanks, Karen. My um, my question is that um, my kids call me a hoarder. Uh, now they're out of the house, and I would like to transform my life or change my life to have more um, quality things in my life. I don't necessarily like antiques because I didn't grow up with antiques, and um, I don't. Um, they don't really appeal to me. But I would like to have more elegant things in my life. But first, I have to get rid of the stuff that I have, and how do I change my mindset so that I can, you know, let go of things and, you know, select things that would add ease and elegance to my life and my house. Okay, so how I would look at this, and I'd be interested to hear what Grace has to say here, but my take on it is with all of the stuff you're hanging on to, what would it create for you in your life if you were willing to lose everything? Not just this stuff, but everything in your life. There is there is a tremendous freedom in being willing to lose. That brings up so much energy, Chris. Ouch. Yeah. So, so asking that is will you destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay, long, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So that's I, a sick... A clearing you may want to run. What energy, space, and consciousness can I be to be the loser of magnitude I truly be? (laughs) 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 And everything that is times a godzillion. Let's just try and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. So first I have to change that mindset before I can welcome things. Well, in... You need to change the energy that's keeping you attached to all this stuff. Because it's we're not here to tell you that you need to live with antiques. I mean, no, it's, it's you know. I think we both live with both. 
Yeah, I've got I've got stuff that's 300 years old, and I've got stuff that's from the 1950s, and I've got stuff that's from the 2010s, and it all mixed together to be things that I love. But they are all things of craftsmanship, of artistry, and of value. Some of them only of value to me, but they do have that element. Um, the thing is, the more you're making your stuff significant and unwilling to lose it, that's what creates that hoarding energy where it has more power over you. With all of the stuff in my life, I love it, and I'm willing to let it go. Absolutely. Okay. And how will I... Um, how do I talk to things so that... Um, so I get the energy of it that it's going to contribute and add to the ease of living in my life because I seem to just want to bargain and buy things and I buy too many things um, and I end up just, you know, giving them away um, afterwards. But I just, um, I guess I don't have that muscle yet of seeing what is valuable. I, I know that I, I sometimes accidentally fall into things that are very quality made and beautiful and um, and it's like, wow, this is really comfortable to wear or this is really nice to use. And um, But I accidentally fall into it. So what conversations can I have with things so that I can invite the elegant items into my life? Well, I, we're just about to go to a, a break here uh, before we can uh, really answer this totally, Karen. I think what you probably need to look at is how much is it just about buying for you? Is it really, is it is it more about buying things than actually having them add to your life? That's mm. something that, that maybe we should, you could have a look at and, and start asking yourself. Um, but uh, we can go into this uh, a little more. We are just about to go to our commercial break, though, and we can continue having this conversation Right after our break. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you ever stayed at a place that alters your reality and you become more as a result of it? Have you ever been to a land so joyful that your whole body lit up? We have a very special invitation for you. The chance to pre-purchase a night or three at two of the most unique places on the planet, Castello di Borgone in Italy and Proa, the resort in Costa Rica. A purchase that will create a different future for you and a different future for the planet. To learn more, just go to projectpossibilities.com and reserve a future night for you at the lowest rate to ever be offered. Do you love the clearing processes from Gary and Dane on the show? Are you getting the most out of them? Did you know that if you loop them while you sleep or while you work, the change will be even deeper and more dynamic? For only $10 per month, you can get all the processes from every show recorded on a loop just for you. It's called the Pearls of Possibility, and it's our way of inviting you to more change with ease. To sign up for Pearls of Possibility, go to pearlsofpossibility.com and start having faster change now. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head. 
that when run, assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to work. Welcome back, everybody, to the Access Consciousness Voice America show with Grace Douglas and me, Christopher Hughes. And we're on the line here talking to uh, Karen about hoarding. Are you back, Karen? Yes, I am. Okay, great. So... Uh, Grace, I think she has sort of an interesting um, uh, way of looking at, at the things that you're talking about with, with hoarding and buying and adding things to your life. I know you said you really like the uh, the bargain and, and the thrill of actually purchasing the item. But how would you see this, Grace? Well, so if if we're looking at what Chris was talking about before the break, about if it's really just about buying for you. Um, and you could be anyone, not specifically you, Karen, not trying to call you out, but (laughs) if you walk into a store and you ask what would contribute to me and then look at that and, and really like be willing to if you could afford anything that was in the store and not bargain for it, would you still really want it? Would you still try to, would you want to figure out a way to get it into your life? It's, um, if you look at it, like you can afford anything and there's no bargain needed or you're, uh, just buying something for the sake of buying something or there's so many things that people do about money with having quote unquote elegance um, (coughs) that can be really interesting. But if I find that if you have someone that you're shopping with or if you're shopping for yourself and you walk into store and you're like, I can have anything I want in here. You end up not wanting anything. Yeah, that's just what I was saying. I was like, I don't think there's anything I want. Exactly. <laughs> Something I used to do that a lot, uh, what Gracie's talking about as well. And it occurred to me that same thing. When I would go shopping and I was in a money slump or I didn't have much money or I was worried about money, I'd look around and I would want everything. Mm. 
And surprise, surprise, want equals lack. And it's that lack that drives you to need to buy. Um, but then I'd go shopping when I had some money or it was, you know, not a problem. And I'd look around and I'd go, uh, I don't really want anything, you know. And so what I started asking myself, and please take this and use it if it works for you, is I would say, what am I proving with the buying I am choosing? <laughs> okay. That's a great one. Yeah. Because it's like, and then how much are you holding on to these things to reinforce whatever it is that you're trying to prove? Whoa. Okay. So everything that is times a godzillion. Can we all destroy <laughs> and create all that? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, shorts, boys and meons. This is awesome because, you know, my favorite person in the world to go shopping with is Grace Douglas. We have so much fun together. <laughs> so this conversation is great. Okay, so I just need to practice before, because I think when I walk in the store, the first thing I want to do is go to the bargain section or see what's on sale. So I yeah. just really need to, when I walk into the door, is just to practice that. So who taught you that was the thing to do? I'm sorry, Chris, I didn't quite get that. Who taught you that that was what you had to do and that was the thing you did when you went shopping? Oh, so much energy on that. Um, I think right, we were always you poor, didn't. so yeah. I think for my parents. Right. So with the buying that you're doing now, are you trying to prove that you're not poor anymore? Ouch. Oh, I guess, yes. Wow. Okay. A lot of energy on that one. <laughs> So everything Ooh. that is, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Yeah. Ow. Oh, my goodness. It is interesting how you, people will buy to prove that they that they have money. They'll spend money to prove that they have money rather than having money. Mm, right. Which is actually really different because you can have wealth and you can have you can have money, but they're not. Right. <laughs> they're not the same thing. Wealth actually, wealth is a different energy altogether. Wealth is, is I mean, the greatest example I've seen of, of wealth is, um, say you need to get from, from point A to point B, a rich person has to fly first class because they need to prove that they're rich. A wealthy person can walk, they can take a bike, they could take a bus, they could take a plane, they could take a submarine, they could take a helicopter, they could take the subway, they could they could take an Uber. You know, they have a wealth of options and possibilities available to them. But a rich person doesn't have the choice because they need to prove that that they have money. Okay. Well, so, I think both of you just scramble my brains really well. I cannot even think anymore. So cool. awesome. thank you very <laughs> well, we much. Have- you're very welcome. We do have um, an, another caller on the line, um, so maybe we could uh, go now to Lauren from Rhode Island. Lauren, are you there? Hi. Hi, yes. Chris and Grace. Um, thank you for this conversation. This is a really good one. Um, I love the energy of elegance. Um, and it's something that I feel like really deeply feeds my soul. Um, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. we can hear you. Okay, perfect. 
And I grew up in a family uh, that really believed in, like, mediocrity and not standing out and not making a statement. And I always thought I would grow up to be have a lot of wealth and a lot of opulence and have a lot of ele- a very elegant life. But for some reason, I keep backing down from that. And I feel like that's something that really causes me a lot of pain because I'm not really living my life that's meant for me to have that really, the, the elegance and the opulence of, in my life. Um, so I'm wondering if there's anything that you could recommend or if you're anything, anything you could help me with to help me step into that and live okay. that for myself. I think I have a clearing for you. The next okay. clearing that we have here, just magically seems to speak to just what you're asking for. So, what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about never allowing the elegance of living to permeate all aspects of your life so that you can make others comfortable with their unwillingness to achieve and be? Ooh. (laughs) So everything that is, times a godzillion, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Yes, of course. Okay. Did you need to hear that one again? I think I maybe a few people out there might need to hear that again. Okay, so <laughs> what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about never allowing the elegance of living to permeate all aspects of your life so that you can make others comfortable with their unwillingness to achieve and be? Mm. And everything that is times a godzillion. Can we destroy and uncreate it all? Yes, of course. How is that How is going that for you now? Well, I felt myself kind of disassociating a little bit. Like I could hear you and I, I, I got it. You know, that's, I'm totally, you totally called me on that. Um, and then I also felt myself like wanting to retreat and disassociate and kind of, you kind of faded away a little bit. Thank God. Like you were going, talking to me down in a long tunnel. <laughs> so is that right for you? What's that? I'm having a hard time hearing you, Grace. I'm sorry. Usually means that it's the right process for you. Oh yeah, it totally. You know, I diminishing myself in order to make other people more comfortable or feel better about themselves. I have been doing that without a doubt. Right. So how much are you doing that in all of your life? You're making others comfortable to have the money flows that they think is okay and to have the the life in general that they think is okay. Yeah, a lot. So how much of that are you willing to change now? A little bit, a lot, or none at all? Uh, how much am I willing to change? I actually feel like I'm willing to change a lot. Cool. So everything that doesn't allow that, can we now destroy and uncreate it? Absolutely, yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pun, talk, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Cool. I mean, the cool thing about a clearing like this and a question like this is it's probably not going to end up the way you think it is. What do you mean? Well, it's a little bit far-reaching and can kind of touch into a lot of different aspects of your life, not just living opulently or elegantly. It's it's a, it's a bit broader than that. 
<laughs> like okay, how much that's of you, good. you I'm ready you, to change if that's what you're saying that's great. brace yourself for I change mean, the uh mm. the uh i mean how much of you have you compartmentalized and shut down and made small to make everybody else comfortable all of me i'm going through it yeah that's yeah, so totally been doing that my whole life. Every time I go towards what I want, it's like if someone doesn't approve, I shrink back down into like my little box of what everybody what will make everybody feel good about being around me. Right. So whose point of view is it that you should do that? My is mother. Your mom's, your grandmother's, your yeah. Okay, so everything you've learned from your culture and your background and your gender and your ethnicity about making everybody else comfortable and altering you for them. Can you destroy and uncreate it all? Yes. Return it all to sender. Truth? What's that? Okay. Or you'll return it all to sender. Truth? Yes, I will. Okay, great. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Because it's like, imagine going to your wardrobe or going to buy clothes and bought what was fun for you to wear as opposed to what made other people comfortable. Yeah, what other people would approve of, right? Right. (laughs) Yes, I'm starting to realize more and more, as much as other, well, I think maybe it's other people, but I think my mom is the source of it, how much I've been living or not living my life in order to receive approval from my mother, which doesn't well, allow me to really fact, do anything for me. Well, that, that, that's cute, and it sounds convenient, but what if you were the source and not your mother? I know. What if? Mothers can be absolutely fantastic scapegoats, but really, in the <laughs> end, it's us that chooses. So everything that you're doing to make your mother more comfortable or seek her approval or whatever else it is motivating that choice, can you destroy mm-hmm. and uncreate all that? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Cool. Yeah, thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you so much. I'm just going to run that clearing one more time for everybody out there listening, just to dig that in a little bit deeper for you all. But what have you made so vital, valuable and real? about never allowing the elegance of living to permeate all aspects of your life so that you can make others comfortable with their unwillingness to achieve and be. And everything that is, time's a godzillion. Let's destroy and uncreate it all. We're right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Cool. Thank you so much, Lauren. All right. Thank you, Chris and Grace. Bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye now. We're, we're going to a break in a few short moments, but in the meantime, I, I, uh, I do want to run that first clearing one more time for you all, just to really make your head spin. But what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about the orders of survival and minimalism that keeps you from the chaos that would allow you to have everything you desire with total ease? And everything that is times a godzillion, right, wrong, Good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Cool, because, you know, the interesting part there is, you know, we do think that a life of minimalism or a life of convenience is going to be easier than a life of elegance, a life of wealth, a life of, 
of opulence. But as we said before, it's like opulence or wealth is 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 a, a plethora of possibilities. It's not just having to prove something by the one choice that you're giving yourself or making other people's comfortable with that choice that you make. It's about making a life that works for you. And to go back to that original sort of definition that we we were looking at for for elegance of being the maximum impact with the minimum amount of effort it's um you know it's 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 the ease that creates an impact that creates a future that we're looking at here with elegance and as grace put out there's that um that uh, that contribution both ways and intimacy that occurs as a result of having elegance so one more time, I'm going to run that clearing. Um, the first one there we have, what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about the orders of survival and minimalism that keeps you from the chaos that would allow you to have everything you desire with total ease? And everything that is times a godzillion. Let's destroy and uncreate it all, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. It's funny here being on my own. I feel like I'm doing like a yoga class or something. You know, I'm leading you through a meditation and we're going to om at the end and om, but no. Anyway, I'm just fooling around now and joking with you. But uh, we're about to go to our next commercial break before we come back with both Gracie and I again. And again, feel free to call in if you've got questions, concerns, comments, something you'd like clarity on. We're here for you. So, thank you so much, and we'll be back soon. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, 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 guys. Over here, get this. Gary Douglas, the man, the myth, the legend, has a new class. It's a two-day class that he's offering his own very self, and it's called Out of the Box. This class is two days long. It's happening on February 4th and 5th in San Diego, California, America, Earth, and March 4th and 5th in Munich, Germany, same planet. What's going to happen in this class? Gary's going to give us all the tools we need to break out of the limitations of our tiny little boxed-in realities. You ever feel like you're trapped and stifled and stuck and you can't quite put your finger on what it is or why it's happening, that's what this class is there to do. Break all those limitations apart so you can fly right on out of that box, just like those little puffy white peanuts do whenever you order like your supplements on the internet and then they come and then you got peanuts all over your floor. But this will be a lot more fun. Where do you find out about it? www.garymdouglas.com forward slash out of the box. When you walk through the world truly being you, everything and everyone is invited to change. Join Dr. Dane here throughout 2016 in his unique classes on being you. Whether you've been asking for something greater, looking for a way to change your life, or longing to change the world, Dr. Dane's Being You classes crack open a world of ease, joy, and possibilities. For a list of Dr. Dane here's upcoming classes and resources on being you, go to www.beingyouclass.com. When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video, and audio downloads 
online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Welcome back, everybody. As the announcer said, if you have questions you want to call in, our number here is 888-346-9141. We'd love to hear from you today. It's myself, Christopher Hughes, and the lovely, talented, and exquisitely beautiful Grace Douglas here to talk to you about the art of elegance. So, the art of elegance. What is, I mean... Again, everyone looks at elegance and they go antiques or they go, you know, etiquette and manners and, um, you know, well-dressed lady sort of gliding down a street. But (laughs) what else could elegance be? You know, how else could you have that energy of elegance in your life? I mean, for me, one of the things that I look at with elegance is it's about adding things. You know, I'm always looking at, okay, so if I have my cup of coffee in the morning or my cup of tea, how do I add to that experience and make it a little more elegant or a little more fun? You know, I add a beautiful cup and a nice spoon and a little uh, cute little vase on on a tray with a flower in it and a linen napkin to go with, you know, the pastry or something I'm having for my breakfast. It's all about adding things as opposed to that minimalism and simplicity that we talked about before. Um, but again, it can be so different for everybody. I mean, what do you look at with, with elegance in your life, Gracie? I, I think that lately I go more towards the simplistic. Um, right. It's kind of more fun for me than... Adding to, I mean, I guess I do add. That's a great question. I have to say from the outside, I love watching you have coffee in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) It seems so lovely. It makes me want to drink coffee. Well, it can be tea. I know you like your tea. You know, it can be different for everybody. But when you say, you know, you're going towards the simplistic, I mean, there still is an elegance of that because like we said, the, the elegance we're looking at is is this idea of, you know, maximum impact with minimum effort. So sometimes simplicity yeah. can be that. 
It can. I I think I look at it like the easiest example for me is clothing and shoes and all of that. I really love simple outfits and um, having one spectacular thing, whether it be my shoes or your coat or a piece a of jewelry, a brooch, yeah. a purse, anything. It can, or your hairdo. It could be a myriad of things, but I, I really love having something very classic and then um, and then mixing that, that or adding to it with and making it a yeah. little bit more. But that is, that is a real, um, you know, that is a maximum impact when you have that one fantastic thing and it just goes kapow as opposed to 7,000 fantastic things and they all kind of get lost and you don't see anything because it's just this sea of like over-the-topness. Right. Now, we do have a, uh, a caller on the line here. We have Tunda from Florida who's here, and they have a question for us. So, Tunda, are you there? Yes. Hi, Chris. Hello, Hi, Tunda. Guys. How are you today? Oh, good. Thank you. Uh, How can from, we help you? What's from, your question? From the elegance that you were talking about, for me, it. It's the effortlessness, you know, of moving and getting into the stream. Uh, that that comes to me, and a lot of times I feel that, you know, I have a movement of, let's say, a lineup that I have to go through, and uh, if I can do it, you know, the shortest time... Um, with the greatest uh, fluency, maybe that's not the word, but yeah, that came. And I feel satisfied when I can accomplish it that way. Right. So, so did you have a question? Yeah, it's just question. Um, I, I usually stop myself somehow in that effortlessness. Ah. And... Uh, yeah, if you can, if you can give me some clearing, like, yeah. Well, how much do you like making things more difficult than they need to be? Oh, I, I guess a lot. Because it's right. a challenge, it's like, too. It's <laughs> like, yeah, that, that probably is a talent, but as well, it's like, you know, Grace is talking about the elegance of this simplicity. And some of us, are so good at creation and creating and if things are too simple we get so damn bored we need to make it hard so that we've got something to fix and something to figure out and something to do does that sound familiar oh is it the boredness okay <laughs> <laughs> well truth is it i'm not telling you what it is for you i'm asking you a question yeah it sounds like yeah it feels like <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> i never thought i'm that bored <laughs> So, so maybe, Chris, could uh, you so, maybe give us an example of an antique or a choice that you added to your life that changed that boredness for you? Yeah, well, it's um, like I was saying, for me, that I, I constantly am adding to my life and, and, and looking for a bigger life so that I don't have the time to be bored. 
you know, there's just so much going on. I mean, like this morning, I've I've been on, I've been on, you know, this show here, and I've been on another show, and and doing uh, talking about elegance with people as well. And there's so much going on in my life that you know, boredom. It, there's just the only time I create boredom is when I don't have enough going on. Um. But for me, there's always, you know, a container at sea on its way here with furniture, and I've got two shops opening here in Australia, and I've got these calls going on, and I'm about to go on tour in Europe, and I've got this, 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 this. So for me, that adding to my life creates the ease and the simplicity in an ironic kind of way. When I don't have enough going on and I get bored, that's when I need to make things more difficult and more painful than they really need to be. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So it's like, is there enough going on in your life to create the ease and simplicity that you really would would like? Yes. I feel overwhelmed by what I'm creating, or maybe it's just overcomplicating. Yeah. Yeah. Is it true that you're overwhelmed? When I talk out loud with someone, then it comes easier to recognize. So, Tundar, are you really overwhelmed with what you're creating, or is it enough for you? Uh, unfortunately, it is enough for my body, yeah. Okay. So everything this is, and everything you're buying is real with this, can we destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay. Cool. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. It's it's that's it's interesting that conversation cuz Gracie your your definition and the way you're looking at elegance of that simplicity and mine are actually you know quite different but in the end it creates the same effect in our yeah. lives which is, you know, the cool part. It doesn't have to be the same for everybody. And the way it is for you and the way it is for me and the way it is for somebody else are going to be quite different. But you do a lot of work with bodies and a lot of work with, um, you know, body classes and, and that sort of thing. And that's something I haven't really looked at very much. But what do you see as elegance um, with bodies? I would say communion with your body and a space with your body is very is that same energy as elegance yeah right and knowing what works for you and what you know what your body likes exactly. and there's so many people out there that say yes my body likes this my body wants this but it's it's pretty clear that there actually hasn't really been much of a asking of the body yeah. when I do access body classes that's my number one that I would like people to walk away with is asking your body and so even when it's your clothes or what you eat or your bed or your couch anything I'm always like ask your body (laughs) right it's the stuff that you're it's the stuff you're going to live with. Yeah, and it's, oh, cool. I always thought this was something that wasn't really, that I wasn't really that good at. But I recognize when I look at people's bodies and I find jewelry for them, 
I am asking their body. Exactly. Oh, cool. You're awesome. You're just like, I'm realizing stuff from this call and this conversation with you that I never have before. You're amazing. You are incredible. I adore you. The, uh, wow, that is so cool. And that is an elegance. Wow. Amazing. And even, I would say, you probably do that for people when they're buying things for their homes. You're, it's really about asking their bodies. Yeah, because when people buy things for their homes or for their bodies that aren't going to work, it goes clunk, clunk, thud. And yeah. then w- when they're buying things for their bodies or that for their homes that does work, it's like you hear angels. It goes, oh, and it's right. like, wow, yeah, that's just the thing. That totally works. There's no, there's no separation between you and that thing. It wants you. The epitome it's going to contribute. Yes, exactly. The epitome of elegance. So cool. Hey, I just wanted to mention to everybody as well, if I can do a shameless plug here in our last couple of minutes, I do have a teleseries coming up about the elegance of living. Um, and it's a six-part series done through video. And we're going to look at a whole lot of different things from jewelry to furniture to just having this um, elegance in your life and this energy of elegance and it is starting in April on the 7th uh, Australia time but if you want to know more my website is www.theeleganceofliving.com and as I say Grace Douglas the way she moves in the world and her elegance with her body is like I've never seen before and I'm sure you can find her classes online on uh, accessconsciousness.com if you look up Grace um, or is there another way to find you in your classes, Grace? No, I think that's the best way. Okay, cool. So accessconsciousness.com if you're interested in more. And we're about to wrap up this call and conversation here this morning. And I've had a lot of fun. Have you had fun, Gracie? I've had so much fun. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. You're awesome. And, and thank you so much as well to all our callers out there and How does it get any better than this? And what else is possible? We appreciate you joining us this week for Access Consciousness, the radio show. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website at accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week. Welcome to the world.